just wherever you are, just close your eyes for me. Those online, I want you to stretch out your hands. Those online, just stretch your hands. If you're, on, you're sitting here, just raise your hands. Let His presence be. Let this year, 2024, be marked as a year of the presence of the Lord. Be marked as a year of the anointing. And you're going to hear me say a lot of years, years, years things. That's not the name of the year. That is just me saying what the Bible says, declare a thing and it shall be. Let His presence is manifest presence. There has been years that was dry and there has been previous years that was dry, but there'll be streams of living water that'll begin to flow. And the Lord said to me that even tonight there'll be streams that'll begin to flow. Beroska alekenoska de lebenamaya, lesavroska de lebenamaskataya. There are people that is here that has even come from far. That the Lord is going to touch by His spirits. And even as I was looking over the faces, the Lord began to speak to me. I don't know if we're going to be able to get the words out, but even if we do or if we don't, may the Holy Spirit touch you. May the Spirit of God come into this place. Father, I pray may 2024 be a brand new season. May it be like 2023 is washed away, 2022 is washed away, 2021, 2020. And we don't care what is happening on the world calendar. We care what is happening with the, with the, with the epochs of heaven, with the seasons of heaven. I pray, Holy Spirit, make this a year of intimacy. Draw your people back to a place of intimacy back into a place of the house of the Lord, being close to you as a year of prayer, as a year of seeking your face with a holy hunger. I pray for importation with this hunger and the river to begin to touch them. That in this place, there will be like activities of heaven that is resting upon them, that it'll be tangible, that your presence will be tangible, that it'll be palpable in this place that it'll be like a piece of substance that can be grabbed with the hands, that can be tasted with the mouth. Let your glory be thick in this place. Let us enter into 2024 with a cloud of the glory of the Lord upon us. Let us not move without the clouds. Let us not move where you are not. And I pray right now for a fresh hunger I pray for a stirring in the spirit man of those who are here. On the inside of them, even in their bellies. Let the fear of God begin to draw us closer to you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Those online, there's a lot of people watching online. There's a lot of people in here. Say with me, say with me, holy hunger. I'm just going to flow as the Holy Spirit leads and we're going to minister to people as well. As I said, we have time and then there's going to be a certain time when we're going to connect to, 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 to uh, we have all connected to some of the campus and we're going to connect to the rest for, for um, the prophecy. But, um, you know, I was just listening to, to the announcements when we came in. I don't want, if you're a leader, I'm thinking, what payment plan do you need for 800 Rand? You're silent, but it's okay. If you, you, you can't, 
our leaders shouldn't be able to struggle to pay 800 rand for a camp. So please don't do the payment plan, whatever, but don't think in your mind, okay, I'm going to put away 100 rand. No, live a life or understand 800 rand. Dear Lord Jesus Christ, you shouldn't be a leader if you cannot do 800 rand. That is not me being bad. That's just if you are a visitor in the church, you're thinking, how rude is he? No, no, no. We're trying to push our people and everybody that is in the place or that is sitting under the words in a place of prosperity that God has for you. He doesn't have poverty for you. 800 rand is so little. 800 rand, I thought it was a sin when I looked at it. So um, it's very little, okay? So uh, um, uh, if you're a leader, please, everyone must come on that camp. It's going to be a great time. And uh, I wish it could have been two nights, but uh, we'll start off with this year, one night. And I think we're going to try to do it all, both days, full days, or we, we were discussing that so that um, we can maximize it, but uh, put, that, put that money aside, it is going to be awesome, uh, it's going to be very powerful if the importation, but also social and just uh, spending time together, so as a leader, um, set those dates, pay that amount, 800 rand is nothing, and then if we, if you are on here, we, uh, those who are watching online, those who are here, you have a, uh, you have a, um, or, or we designed a Bible reading plan. We did it the other years as well. It is at uh, Bible reading as they announce it. But you can go to the website there, BibleReading.co.za. Start this year by reading the Word. And there's free plans on that link uh, on there. Many online can go visit that link and they'll post the link as well for you. You can download it. But, um, you know, the new year is already tomorrow. A lot of people think, let me leave it till the day thereafter or the day thereafter or the day thereafter. It is a, it is a, uh, it's very... There's a very unique meaning with the new year being on a Sunday, which is the seventh day. Are you guys with me? Going into a Monday as starting as the first, because it's not only a new year, it's a new week. It happens only every, as you know, every seven years or so, so, so it is, you will see that the last time I think we did this was by the... Um, when we just planted the church. Uh, so you will know, we will always determine how the days are passing on. And uh, 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 there's something significant when the year is new and the week is new. So uh, you want to start a reset tomorrow already. Are you guys with me? And um, there's a lot of things that's going to happen in 2024. We're going to leave that for the prophecy, but later on, I want to get into the Word right now. Uh, there's a lot of things that's going to happen in 2024 when I'm going to release the Word um, for that and the Word of the Lord for that. I want you to listen. And I'm somebody that gives a lot of specifics at my own, um, at my own, uh, um, how can I say that, at my own peril. But uh, because people tend to judge only by what they see. So, so if they don't see something, they think it, it just didn't happen. No. So there's a lot of things. There's also timing when it comes to prophecy. But we're going to release a lot of stuff for the word of the Lord. But uh, go with me to, I want us to start. Go with me to Psalm 65 verse 1. I want us to get into the word. 60, Psalm 65 verse 1. Let me see, is it verse 1? And... Uh, Uh, 
And then during the, during the word, as the Lord leads, uh, I'll minister to people here, as the Holy Spirit leads. Um, now listen to this. Praise is awaiting you, O God, in Zion. And to you the vow shall be performed. Uh, say with me a vow. That's something totally different that I'm going to touch on right now. But uh, many of you made vows. So uh, perform them to the Lord. Oh, you who hear prayer, to you all flesh will come. Iniquities prevail against me. As for our transgressors, you will provide atonement for them. Verse 4. Blessed is the man. Say with him, blessed is the man. You choose and cause to approach you. I'm going to read it again. He says, blessed is the individual whom you choose. And the one that you choose, you give grace to approach you. Are you guys with me? How many of you know no one can come to God unless he draws that person to himself? Are you guys with me? No one can come to the Lord. You cannot pray. You cannot get into the Word unless there is a drawing. Don't flatter yourself to think that I am going to begin to pray. I choose. You cannot even utter those words unless there's a drawing that is pulling you. You will not be uttering those words unless the Spirit of God allows you to do so. So when you say, I'm going to begin to consecrate, I'm going to begin, to, I, want to, I want to set my side, myself aside to pray. What is happening? It is the Spirit of God that is allowing you to say those words, causing it to come out of your mouth, and then allowing a moment of grace for you to be drawn closer to Him. Are you guys with me? Now just, just stay with me. So He says, blessed is the man that you choose and cause to approach you so that he may dwell, so that he dwell in your courts, so that he may dwell in your presence. For we shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, of your holy temple. So say with me, approaching God. In the Old Testament, you had to be blessed and certain people were chosen, meaning that David had the Spirit of God upon him, and only kings, priests, and prophets as a rule had the Spirit of the Lord upon them. And those were the ones that could really contact or get close to God to a degree. Are you guys with me? And the ones whom God has chosen will be able to. So what happens is we read this passage and we think, okay, but wait, that one is chosen, I'm not chosen. The Bible says that we are a chosen generation. A royal priesthood. In the old covenant, some were chosen. In the new covenant, the Bible says that because of the blood, He has brought every single one of us near to Him. Meaning because of the blood, we are able to approach Him. I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. Meaning that the choosing begins to come upon every single person. It is not a matter of whether I sit and wonder, has God called me into this? Yeah, there are callings. Let's leave that alone right now. To what degree can the hand of God come upon my life? He looks upon the hearts and He sees who has in their hearts that they set their face towards Him. Are you guys with me? That His yacht and His hand will rest upon you 
and he will say, I'm going to draw you close to me. But the blood has made a way for every single one of us because you are a new creation, a kindness creature. But the blood has brought us near. Say with me, near. The Lord said to me, this will be a year of His presence as well. Meaning the refreshing is coming back. Say with me, the refreshing. The rains are coming back and the refreshing is coming back. There has been dry years that has been hitting people. Are you guys with me? Many, listen to me. This year, I said, I said before 2023, I said 2023 is going to be a year of tears. I said it's going to be a year of many tears and many people are going to cry this year and it's going to be difficult for them uh, and many people did cry it's going to be a year it was a year of offense a year of a stumbling block that God caused a stumbling block for many some won some didn't some failed go with me we are where are we Psalm 65 verse 4 Go with me to verse 11. And I'm just going to flow or go as, um, as the Holy Spirit leads. I, wanna, I want you to listen to this. Why do we name a year? Um, give me that verse. Put it on the, um, on the screen. Let me try to find it. I think it is Matthew 6 verse 34. Let me, let, me, let me read to you something. Put that on the screen first. Those who are watching, as the presence of God is coming into this place, it'll come into your houses as well. I want you to stay connected that you can hear the prophetic word. It is you don't want to, or you want to go into the new year with a prophet. I'm going to say it again. The Bible says God does nothing unless He reveals it to His servants, the prophets. God does nothing. He doesn't heal a headache. He doesn't change a season. He doesn't shift anything, even the church, or the, unless He reveals it to His servants, the prophets. Now, the nation of South Africa, prophets are lacking. It's a famine of the prophetic year. But put on Matthew 6 verse 34. Let me just show you something. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. So with it tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about its own things. So again, say with it tomorrow will worry. If something can worry, it means it is alive. Are you guys with me? Which means tomorrow is an entity. And the Lord said to me as we were worshiping here, He said, I'm giving you in this place tonight the angel of the new year. I said, what is the angel of the new year? He said, it is the angel called the new year to enter into the new year. Meaning we see the new year as a time and a sequence. Yet time and certain elements has is an entity. When you see the wind blowing, the Bible says it is angels that are talking. When you see a rainbow, the Bible says it's an angel that is... You see it with a natural eyes. But there are spiritual elements or spiritual fascinations to it. You see, when you are not saved or you are natural or you are a backslidden Christian, you see with the carnal eyes. 
and you tend to just see things for the way they are and not looking for a spiritual. The Bible says that when Moses walked and he saw a bush burning, that he looked at the bush and he carried on walking. And then he said to himself, wait, something is different. I will turn aside and see why is this bush burning? Meaning I am not going to be dull spiritually uh, and just ignore the fact of what, no, 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 listen to me. God is in every single element. Why is something like this? Why is this happening? Why is that? And the Lord said to me, there's an, there's, there's an angel of the new year that is in this place. And listen to me. The way that you embrace or the way that you have the ability to encounter the supernatural is to respond to it. The way you can push it away is to doubt and resist it. Are you guys with me? There's nothing as quicker as doubts and reason that will switch off the power of God. So tomorrow will worry. So the tomorrow will worry. Which means tomorrow is a life. Because if it can worry about something, it is a life. Next year is a life. And by the words of your mouth tonight, you have the ability to crown your next year. To name it, to give it an identity, and to shape it. You are the only creation who has been given the power to create something by your words. I'm not saying create something out of nothing, but have the ability to speak and bring things from the spirit into the natural. You are the only creation that has a language, an intelligible language, to communicate intelligibly. Are you guys with me? Because you are in the image and the likeness. So let's go back to, let's go back to Psalm 65 verse where we were 11, I think. So the Lord said to me, the angel of the new year is here. And I said, but angel of the new year, as I was in worship, I was like, what is this? And he said, tomorrow is an entity. New year is an entity. It is a being. We, when we think of angels, you don't understand that time is just a created entity that God created. You are in it. To God it is something He created. Which means it's something He can shift and change. Your, you crown the year with your goodness. Say with your goodness. The Lord said to me, this is a year of war. I said, I cannot call it the year of war. Your word says, crown the year with your goodness. So I'm not naming it the year of the war. But a war will break out. And there will be a war, or there will be a war that will be prominent. Let me rather say it like that. There will be a war that will be prominent. He said to me, it's the year of war. Uh, uh, in September, I think we prophesied and taught it, prophesied it in here from the pulpit in the month of September. But he said, you crown the year with your goodness and your paths drip with abundance. Meaning, if you're in the will of God, if you're walking in the path of God, 
it drips with abundance. You cannot not prosper and be in God's will. It is physically, spiritually impossible for you to lack and be in God's will. I don't care what the economy says. I don't care what the financial markets are saying. I don't care what is happening in a country. When you are walking in the paths of God, you will walk in the drips of His abundance. Another translation says, in the fatness of His presence. Meaning the fatness speaks of prosperity. It speaks of wealth. Are you guys with me? And the anointing. Now listen, so you crown the year with your goodness and your paths drip with abundance. They drop on the path. I must still hurry up even though we have a lot of time because I, I'm going to get carried away. They drop on the pastures of the wilderness and the hills, they rejoice on every side. And the pastures are clothed with flocks. The valleys are also covered with grain. You shout for joy. They also sing. Let me read it in Amplified. Psalm 65 verse 11. Listen to this. You crown the year with your bounty. Say with the bounty. Bounty means treasure. Bounty means money and monetary gift. Financial, it is where we get king's bounties from. It is what they brought to Jesus when he was born. Over a thousand soldiers walking into the city with many other magi coming bearing gifts a whole army not your three wise men with the stick an army came into the city they were king makers they crowned kings and they came to declare who was the king of the Jews and they brought treasures and treasures and treasures with them which is called a bounty. Are you guys with me? It is called a bounty. And he says, so the Lord is saying, you crown, you crown the year. So, uh, David is saying it to the Lord. He's saying, you crown the year with your bounty and goodness. Meaning that when we name a year, it will be full of blessing. It will be full of goodness. And the tracks of your chariots, so the tracks of chariots, meaning the way that God moves. And the tracks of your chariot wheels drip with fatness. Are you guys with me? So to crown a year is to name it. It is to give it a name. It is to give it an identity. It is to decree it. Say with a decree. Go Job 22 verse 28. I'm just kind of like in the introduction a little bit still. Explaining why we're naming a year. For you shall also decide. Now put in the, uh, uh, yeah, let's leave an amplified. That's fine. Or um, put, in the, put in the New King James with this one. Listen to this. You will also declare a thing and it will be established for you. Say, I will declare a thing and it shall be so. Why? 
Look at the next, next sentence. So that light will shine on your ways. So if I walk in the ways of God, Moses didn't only know the works of God, but the ways of God. If I walk in the ways of God, I, it will drip with abundance on my life. If I walk in the ways of God and I declare a thing, I speak it forth. Meaning I establish it and so it shall be. And then light will shine on that way. Listen to this, verse 29. Let's go back to verse 28. I don't want you to forget this. You will also say, I will declare a thing and it will be established for me. So light will shine on my ways. Say it again. So light will shine on my ways. Listen to this next verse. When they cast you down, when they begin to attack you or you lost your job or things went haywire in 2023 and you are in a low place, I believe you had a good year. It's great. But you were in a low place. You will say, exaltation will come. Meaning you will decree and declare a thing which is the goodness of the Lord. Even though everything is hell, you will say the Lord will lift me up. Even though it feels like nothing is happening, you will say, God said one, two, three. So even though they cast you down, you will say, exaltation will come. And then God will come and lift up and save the humble person. Are you guys with me? Say, I declare a thing. Say, I decree and declare. And it will be established. Meaning that when you name your year, even if you are cast down, you shall say, but I named this year. And the Lord will look at the humble person. And the Lord will lift up and raise the humble person. Are you guys with me? Go with me, Job 20, 22, this verse, this verse in Amplified. Let me just read in the Amplified. So I'm just on explaining to you why are we naming a year. It's very important. When they make you low, when they put you low, you will say, there is a lifting up. The Lord has the ability in this place to lift any person to heights that you cannot even begin to imagine. The only limitation is you. Me and my stinking heart, attitude, stinking flesh, and God just does chooses not to lift me. But if it comes to the humble, he says he will lift the humble. It says there is a lifting up and the humble person, he lifts up and he saves. God always 
gives grace to the humble. Are you guys with me? So people think they have to defend themselves to be used by God. The thing is they are operating in an earth realm, a natural realm. I am my only limitation to be used by Him. I am my only obstacle, not anyone else. No one can, no one can decide. No one can stop the gift of my life. No one can decide when my life ends or my life begins. No one can decide. The Bible says, do not judge another man's servants. For in front of his own master he stands or he falls. It says that God, a promotion either comes from this north, this, uh, the promotion either comes from the east, the uh, south, or the west, meaning the north where the Lord is. It says, but the Lord chooses to lift up one and he puts down another. So when one is lifted and another one is put down, you see, if you can only imagine how many. People, as, and this is just the beginning, I, I'm, just, I'm just ignoring it, but uh, how many people have tried to expose something that's not there? Um, uh, how many media houses has contacted us this year? How many people pray? I get sent posts where people pray for our downfall. They write things every day. But I thank God you know, sometimes there's these people that don't even have five cents in their back pocket. And I'm thinking, you know, God, you know, luckily we don't have wealthy um, enemies yet. <laughs> it's also because many times the wealthy has a bit more brains. Uh, that is why, uh, uh, you know, they have some things that uh, these ones that attackers don't have. You'll never see anybody attack somebody that is lower than them. They'll always attack somebody that is higher than them. Meaning that if you're being attacked by somebody, it means that you are higher than them. You are not lower than them. The Lord said to me to tell the church that this year, 2024, there will be a sudden promotion that is coming. There will be a sudden lifting that is coming. A sudden exaltation. A change of things will blow. And I heard the sound as we were in worship. I felt the wind against my face. And the Lord said to me, the time of refreshing and the wind of refreshing is blowing. There will be a sudden refreshing that is to come. But the Lord said, I need them to consecrate themselves so that I may come and do wonders for them tomorrow. Say with me, tomorrow. That tomorrow, put Joshua 3 verse 5 up while you stand, while you're listening to this. Say with me, consecrate. Say, I will consecrate myself so that wonders will be done. Listen to this. And Joshua said to, to people, sanctify yourselves, consecrate, that is separate yourselves 
for a special holy purpose, for tomorrow. So the tomorrow. Tomorrow is tomorrow, which is next year. I don't know if you hear what I said. That is why I said that tomorrow will worry about its own things. Tomorrow is an entity of its own. But tomorrow the Lord will do wonders amongst you. And this was one thing the Lord said to me. He said, tell them I'm going to bring ecstatic wonders. Ecstatic ascensions and miracles, unusual things that is going to come their way this year. Because it'll be a year of signs again where signs will be seen. Signs will be seen around you. And by this night we begin to establish the angelic presence around. Do you know how many unemployed angels there are in heaven right now? That is waiting for your command, waiting for your instruction, waiting for your decree, your declaration. I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. They are sitting at your command, waiting for the word of the Lord to come out of you, waiting for you to name the year so that they can go ahead in time and begin to make the lines fall straight in straight places. Like King David said, your lines have fallen in the right places. Meaning it doesn't matter what I do. Things just happen to work out. Are you guys with me? Say with me the will of God. Have your seats, have your seats. And I'm glad we have this time so that I can get the message appropriately through to you. Don't have much time left, but we have, we have probably over 3,000 people right now watching. And it's probably basically from almost every nation. Um, uh, the numbers just keep climbing. But I know we have, and they will connect. I know right now Belito's watching. They haven't even launched yet. They're only launching February. And uh, uh, then we'll do a big launch there. And uh, so they're just having services because they have the building already. And, uh, uh, but the actual official launch, we will announce it and advertise it. So if you are watching and you are in the Belito area, if you need a church, we have planted a church there. It's going to be launched February, but the service is already open. It's called Encounter Church Belito. Um, so with me, I will crown my year with bounty. Meaning, when you name your year, money, let me change it. When the Lord names your year, that is why I say, you have to go into a new year with a prophet. Because a prophet is a gift that hears the voice of the Lord. Pastors name their years, they rhyme their years. It's beautiful. Okay. Prophets hear from the word of the Lord. What God is saying for the now. And when they hear, when the Lord crowns your year, He crowns it with bounty. He crowns it with goodness. It has to be good. Meaning if you go into this new year, 2024 has to be your best year. It has to be. God is not a man that he should lie. Are you guys with me? Have, you, have your seats, have your seats. Let's go on. Let's go where we were, 65, 11. So, so if he crowned the year, 
what causes the crowning of the year to take place? Let's jump two verses back. Like go to verse 9 in New King James. What causes the crowning to take place? Verse 9. You visit, say with you, visit the earth and water it. You greatly enrich it. The river of God is full of water. Say with me, you visit the earth. You greatly enrich it. The river of God is full of water. You provide the grain for so you have repaired it. You water its ridges abundantly. So the abundantly. Everything that God does, He does it abundantly. Are you guys with me? Do you know what a frustration it has been for me for us to be in this building for so long because we could have moved out and find a bigger space we could have done it but it would have cost us five six billion if we did so and uh, we chose not to so that uh, we can do our own thing and we are busy on a project that will be revealed soon possibly february if all goes well, if not, maybe like a month later, but uh, possibly in February. And uh, we're going to reveal to you what God is doing. Then you're going to realize, oh, so that's where all my money went. So, so Leon didn't steal it. Ah, so all these people that are saying, we take the money in, in seven years. What are we now? Seven years old? Eight years old? Seven. Seven years old. On the seventh day, which is Sunday, on, you know, okay, so, so, seven years. But next year would be our eighth, our next birthday would be our eighth one. People say we steal the money, and I'm thinking we've planted churches. We purchased assets. We purchased more assets. We have done way more than what just a normal local church would have been doing because we have an international ministry where we also take all that monies for the project that is going on here. Because there'll be no way that we're going to be able to do the project that we are doing without our partners that are watching right now, people from all over the world that is watching, that encounters watching. And it is, it is going to be, uh, we've already mentioned the price, it is quite a big price. But um, we're keeping it as a surprise so that when we reveal that uh, it'll be done abundantly and that you will see that God does everything abundantly. And uh, I say to you that we will be the biggest in this area, in this region. I say to you that, uh, um, that uh, and it's not like we're in competition at all. No, maybe somebody comes and be bigger than us after that. That's, uh, that's awesome. But just for the time being, uh, but abundant, meaning everything that God does. So it says, you visit the earth. So the year is crowned when God visits his people. A visitation brings a crowning. Are you guys with you? Everything God does is with a, is with abundantly. Go through to Psalm chapter number eight, verse four. Psalm chapter number eight, verse four. Maske vredonoske dele Psalm chapter number 8 verse 4. What is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him? 
For you have made him a little lower than the angels, and you have crowned him with glory and honor. So with glory and honor. So with God has crowned me with glory and honor. But before he crowns you, the Bible says he visits you. I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. But yet God crowns a year. So when he crowns a year, he puts glory and honor on it. But when he crowns you, he puts glory and honor upon you. Many people in this place have crowns and they're not even aware of it. Listen to me. When God releases a spiritual crown to come upon you, you cannot know what it is unless it is revealed to you or God reveals it to you and gives it to you by revelation. Because we are kings and priests unto our God. So you have a crown, but there are other crowns. Because the Bible says when we get to heaven also, we will lay our crowns at His feet. Are you guys with me? We will receive crowns when we go into, into uh, from this life onto the next, we will receive crowns. But more than that, there is a crown right now. There's a spiritual crown that you can receive. When God crowns you, when He chooses to crown you, it means it is the hand of God that begins to come upon your life. The moment you are crowned, it's like everything about your countenance changes. Let me explain it. It's like if somebody is born of royal blood, it's like you can look at them and see, except for some of the UK princes, but some of them, you can see like they are born of royal blood or there is, there's, there's a distinction about them. When you stand next to a president, trust me, you will be shaking. Are you guys with me? Yet people... Don't even care whether the presence of God comes into a place. But if you stand next to a president, you'll be shaking. Because they are crowned. And there's an angel assigned to them. Are you guys with me? When you are crowned, people immediately see it. Crowning takes place first in the spiritual before it takes place in the natural. David was crowned king before he received the crown. I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. David was crowned king. What I mean by the crowning, he was anointed king. When your crowning comes is when God anoints you. So what do we do when we crown the year? We anoint the year. We set it apart. So when God crowns you, He sets you apart. But how does He do it? When He visits you. Are you guys with me? How does God visit you? It requires a hunger in your heart because He looks at hearts. The Bible says His eyes goes to and fro up above the whole earth, around the whole earth, looking for somebody that is, that is strong on His behalf, looking for somebody that is worshiping Him, looking for somebody that is loyal after Him. His eyes is going to and fro around the earth, looking for people. Say with me, I receive this night 
a new crown. Listen to me. When, when a crown comes on you, say with the glory and honor, immediately the glory of God will rest on your head. Instantly, people will begin to honor you. I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. Instantly, people will begin to visit you and want to do something for you or bless you or open up doors or they'll speak differently about you because they say crowning that has begun to take place, meaning that it is the crown of glory and honor. Say with me, I receive the crown of glory and honor. Now listen to this, listen to this. Let's go to, let's go to, let's go to verse 6. The moment you are crowned, he says you have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. Hold on. Who have you made? What is man that you are mindful of him? And the son of man that you visit him. Who is this man that you are mindful of? And the Son of Man that you keep visiting, that you choose as a God, as the God, sorry, like the visitation with Abraham, to say, I choose to go and visit Abraham in person, to take on the form of a body with two angels next to me, walking to Abraham. To speak to him and tell him what I'm going to do with Sodom and Gomorrah. What is it that you're mindful of certain individuals? That certain individuals have captured your heart in a way that you have to visit them. And when you visit them, you don't leave that visitation without crowning them. Abraham was so rich. Nations were threatened by him. The king of that nation said, listen, just get out of the country. A son Isaac, same, listen, get out of the country because you are greater than us. One translation says, you are mightier than us. And they gave him gifts just to get out of the country. When you're crowned with a visitation, your life will never be the same. But it is a genuine crowning that begins to take place. It is a crown that when people will look at you, like I said, your countenance will be full of glory, will be full of light. A crown gives you spiritual authority. Are you guys with me? Because the Bible says in the verse that I just put the verse up that I just read, that he will give you dominion, say with the dominion, over the works of his hands. For you have made him who? The man that you have visited and that you have crowned with glory and honor. Him, you have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. Is your business a work of his hands? Is your house a work of his hands? Is property a work of his hands? Is gold a work of his hands? For I will have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. For you have put all things, so the all things, under his feet. So with me, all things under my feet. I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. 
this verse is speaking of Jesus Christ in the new covenant. But Jesus says, I am the firstborn of many brethren that will come alongside of me. Meaning Jesus is your brother. God is your father. Jesus is the firstborn brother. And you are the seed that is after him made in his image and his likeness. And this is what the Lord said to me about this year coming. And he said to me, I want you to name this year. As God visits a man, I want you to name this year, the year or 2024, your year of unquestionable visitation. Meaning, there will be spectacular, unquestionable visitations. And I have decided to visit my people. And when I visit my people, I will crown them with glory and honor. I will give them dominion over the works of my hands. I will put all things under their feet. Ah, people will come from nations. People will come from everywhere. You have to catch this revelation that in the heavenlies, in the realm of the spirits, a crown will be placed upon you. Say with me, I am not leaving tonight without a visitation from heaven above, uh, from heaven within, from God within, from God above. Say a visitation, an angelic visitation from the presence of God. Say, Holy Ghost, crown me tonight. Those online, I want you to repeat it with us. Say with me, say, crown me tonight with glory, with honor. Say with me, visit me tonight. Many visitations. Say multiple visitations. This year, many encounters I decree over you. Spectacular, unquestionable visitations to come your way. May the Lord visit you in your house, at your business, in your room, wherever you are. May the visitation of God rest upon you. Say with me, it is my year of unquestionable visitations. Have your seats, have your seats. Who is the son of man? What is a man that you are mindful of him? And the son of man. Now I know it's the year of the open door and all this stuff. But the Lord said to me, I will visit my people. The Lord said to me, it's a year of war. The Lord said to me, it's a year of financial prosperity. I almost called it the year of... Uh, something regarding finances and uh, because I, I, I mean that's what God is going to do and that's what he said to me he was going to do but in my spirit I knew it was the year of visitation unquestionable visitation meaning where God will visit his people you need a visitation from God you need so much grace Trust me, the way you're going to make it is with God. It comes with a visitation. You see, 
When God chooses to crown somebody, I'm going to go to a story right now to show you something. When God chooses to crown someone, He puts such favor on that person. It is like being chosen by a king to do something special. And I'm not speaking of a cliche thing. You must understand when God truly visits you, when you truly have an encounter with Him, I had to seek Him. Don't be in that place, oh, God will visit me if He wants to. You're so arrogant. You think you're God's gift, you think, or you think you're your gift to God. Who, who are you that He should visit you? What have you done? So yes, He's inside all of us. But why doesn't He use all of us? Yes, the Holy Spirit is in all of us, those who are saved. But why is not everybody being blessed? Why is not everyone being used? God chooses whom He uses, but I believe we can align ourselves. You can hunger for a visitation. Listen, I hungered years, not months, not weeks, years and years for a visitation from God. Because what He does in the beginning, He comes and He just gives you a taste or something a little bit to see in your heart if you will pursue Him or not. He just gives you a taste. Those who have pride chooses to do their own thing. But the humble, He will lift up. The humble, He extends grace to. So He gives you a taste. He gives you, He reveals something to you. However, whatever it might be, whether it's a dream, a vision, whether it's just experience, whatever it might be, God using you in a portion. But He, he gives you, he gives you a, a, something, a taste. To, of what is to come and then he leaves you to see how hungry are you to seek after him or how hungry are you for a visitation God comes or God visits the hungry are you guys with me the Bible says those who hunger after righteousness shall be filled Another, another, in Luke it says, those who hunger after righteousness shall be filled now. But those who hunger after His presence. Many people have lost their hunger. Listen to me. 2024 is an opportunity. What is the angel of the new year? It is an angel of opportunity that gives people another chance. Your mind is designed to work according to a circadian rhythm, your whole body. And circadian rhythm works according to movement, we understand, of the earth and so on. But it also works according to time. And the moment time is out of sync, your whole body is out of sync. What happens? You can become sick. You can be out of alignment. Nothing, you, don't, you can't do what you're supposed to be doing because your timing is out. Your biological clock is out. When I get into the timing of God, so what happens when I go into a new year? It is an angel that is assigned to reset things of the last year and to create a, a clean slate for the year to come. 
Your body is designed to see tomorrow morning as a new day complete. Every day is a new day, but when it comes to a new year, your body, your mind, your spirit is designed according to a circadian rhythm, a spiritual circadian rhythm, to know that you have a new opportunity. That is why people have New Year's revolutions. Are you guys with me? But it's to say that God has spared us a year and He has allowed me to live this long and to get into the next year by saying, God, I'm going to do one and two and three or I'm going to be changing my relationship with you. It's difficult to do it in November. It's difficult to do it in October. But your mind is programmed in a way where you can just do it when a new year comes. Say with me, opportunity. So, so let's, let's, let's go on. I don't want to run out of time. I don't want to run out of time. So let's go Exodus 6 verse 3. Exodus 6 verse 3. I appeared, say with me, appeared, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. So God appeared to them. I appeared to them. Now listen to this. As God Almighty, but by my name, Lord, I was not known to them. It is possible for God to visit you in your midst and not know Him. But you can see the effects of Him. Or you can have a visitation. The moment that Moses had a burning bush visitation, he chose to look into the bush and to see, I want to stop and see this thing now for myself. But if he would have walked past it, God would have visited him and he would not have responded or recognized the visitation. So a visitation requires a response. It requires somebody to recognize God is near. The Lord said to me to tell my people, it is a year of nearness as well. His presence will be near, a year of visitation. If your heart is sensitive and your spirit man is sensitive, you'll be able to detect the spiritual realities around you. Or you'll be able to detect the presence of the Lord beginning to pull you into a place of prayer. Are you guys with me? Seventh, I want to get hungry. Say, Lord, make me hungry for more of you. Listen, listen. Let's go. Let's go on. Before, before I go on, when Moses was walking past the bush, he walked, he looked at the bush, and he carried on walking. And he said, I'll now turn aside to see. Moses was very intelligent because he was trained in the dark arts of Egypt. He was very intelligent. He was next in line and so on and so on. He was very intelligent. He was trained in the courts of Pharaoh. Um, he was, he was uh, very intelligent. That's why, according to my interpretation, when he said he studied that, I believe he lied. Because the Bible says he was excellent in speech and wisdom. But let's go according to his lie. Where he said he was lying, where he said he was stuttering because it was just an excuse not to be used by God. 
And uh, he walked past the bush, intelligent. God decides to possess an unintelligible object. And an unintelligible object causes an intelligent person to turn aside and to look and begin to draw close towards it. Where God says, take off your shoes because the ground you're standing on is holy ground. What am I saying? It doesn't matter about your talents or your skills or your abilities or your intelligence. When God chooses to visit you or possess you, even the wise and the intelligent will be drawn towards you, will be turned towards you, will begin to face your direction. They'll hear a voice speaking to them to say, I want you to look at this person. Why? Because the praise, a person that is visited by God cannot go unnoticed in public. A person that is visited in private can never go unnoticed in public. Are you guys with me? When you find God in the secret place, it'll be shouted from the rooftops what has been done in secret. I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. When you encounter Him in the secret place, He will lift you for all people to see. It is just a matter of time. Say with me this year. Listen, let's go. I'm just jumping a little bit. Um, I want to show you quickly. I must just look our time because we are syncing up. With a, what happens when you receive a visitation? Go there to 2 Chronicles 1 verse 6. 2 Chronicles 1 verse 6. Two Chronicles 1 verse 6. What happens when you receive a visitation? I believe those who are watching that a visitation is coming your way as well. Wherever you are, if you're with your family in your living rooms, if you're with your families, um, in, 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 uh, wherever you're watching from, with your family present, I want your spirits to be opened because God will visit you. I want to have time to pray for you. Um, we won't have time to pray for, for everyone. I just want to see what the Lord is doing. Go with me to 2 Chronicles 1 verse 6. What happens when you receive a visitation? And Solomon went up there to the bronze altar before the Lord, which was at the tabernacle of meeting and offered a thousand burnt offerings on it. On that night, God appeared to Solomon. Say with me, God appeared. So Solomon decided to offer a thousand burnt offerings. Then on that night, the night that he made an offering was when God appeared to Solomon and said to him, Ask, what shall I give you? Listen to this. Are you guys with me? Serve me a visitation. Serve me an appearance of God. I wanted to call it the year of appearance, but appearance is, is not personal. And Solomon said to God, 
You have shown great mercy to David, my father, and have made me king in his place. Now, O Lord God, let your promise to David, my father, be established. For you have made me king of a people like the dust of the earth in multitudes. Now give me wisdom and knowledge that I may go out and come in before this people. For who can judge the great people of this great people of yours? Then God said to Solomon, because this was in your heart, and you have not asked riches or wealth or honor or the life of your enemies, nor have you asked long life, but have asked wisdom and knowledge for yourself, that you may judge my people over whom I have made you king. He says, wisdom and knowledge are gathered or are granted to you. And I will give you riches and wealth and honor, such as none of the kings have had who were before you, nor shall anyone after you have the like. Are you guys with me? You know, the thing is, people might see us now and they're like, oh, all these guys are in is money. Money, money, money. We didn't start yesterday. I got saved 20 years ago, something like 21 years ago. Been in ministry almost since my salvation. When I encountered God, I never knew what money was. I never even asked Him for finances in my encounters with Him, especially in the beginning. Never prayed for it, never asked for it, never thought there was finances in ministry, but just wanted to be used by Him. I can remember praying through nights, nights and nights and nights and nights and many nights. Sit with my Bible on my bed praying, sitting on my floor kneeling praying for hours and hours. Just praying in tongues. I heard one preacher say, you must pray so many hours in tongues and God will visit you. That's what I did. I just prayed many hours in tongues. I worshipped until His presence was so thick, until it was a time when every night God would visit me on my bed. His presence would be so thick. I would lie in my bed and he would just be there. I would talk to him at the late hours, but he would visit me. We didn't know money. We just were hungry to be used by God. The thing is that when God crowns you, money will come. Are you guys with me? When a visitation comes, it is a divine setup for greatness to come upon you. God doesn't waste a visitation. I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. He never wastes, meaning if He chooses to visit you, there is a purpose. When He chooses to visit you, He leaves a crown upon your head. If you receive a visitation, never underestimate, even in this house, during conferences or whenever the Lord comes in, that when God visits, don't take it lightly. There's a residue of that visitation that rests upon you, that rests upon your business. I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. Listen to me, a visitation is an interaction between the divine and the humane. It is an intersection between heaven and earth. So if you, I want a visitation. A visitation is a theophany of God coming to you in person. A visitation is God coming to you and promoting you from one place into another. A visitation is a divine setup to promote you. 
Raise your hands over this place, wherever you are. Raise your hands quickly for me. Those online, just raise your hands. Say, a visitation will take me higher. Say, a visitation will promote me, will lift me, will give me goodness, will give me a bounty. Say, a visitation, a unquestionable visitation. Father, I pray right now. May the hearts of your people be aligned for a visitation. May the glory of the Lord fill this place. May the presence of God fill this place. May there be a visitation to visit your people. Just raise your hands, just raise your hands. La Ruska Avrike de la Bondre Deske de la Baya Meska Aleke Kenoska Avrike de la Baraduska de la Benamaya Le Ruska Reke de la Breka Danaske Day Ranuska Aleke Ruska de la Breda Namaske Day I pray, I decree and declare divine supernatural visitations, even in this place, even right now, even tonight. Father, may you begin to prick and knock at the hearts of those who are here. Your glory is so thick in this place. Your presence is thick in this place. I pray that angels will be present as we go into the new year. Naruska avreke de la just stand like this. I'm not yet finished with the word, almost finished, but I just want us to just encounter him. Just stand with him. Yes, yes. yes. 
Just for the sake of time, just for the sake of time. So with your visitation, I can prophesy over a lot of people as well. But I don't have, we don't have the time. Just um, as you, as I was walking past you, the Lord said to me, yes, yeah. The Lord said to me, this year will be a great new season for you. Stand up, stand up, stand up, just where you are. For where the pain has come in, it's going to be a turnaround year for you. And he whispered into my ear, tell her financially I'm going to bless her. Where the enemy wanted to steal things and take a lot of things away financially. 
I'm going to bless her this year. And I heard the Lord saying to me, business or opportunities and things coming. Very clearly when I walked past you. And the Lord said to me, a new season, a new freshness is coming away. For even where the enemy has tried to pull her aside to discourage her, she has kept my, her heart straight on me, says the Lord. And because of this, I have not forgotten the works that you have done, says the Lord, towards me and towards my saints. For the Lord is saying, I will visit you and I'll crown you and there will be a great change in your life. A great change and a great shift in your life. For the Lord just whispered a word and said, Tell her something with business or tell her an opportunity is coming. That's going to bless her financially. In Jesus' name. Amen. Just, I, I don't have the time, but I can't ignore the Spirit of God. There's a lady there with long hair, with a black top. You're looking back now. You Can you just stand for me? Are you married? Is your husband there? Okay, the two stand for me. Great, because I was looking at you as well. Okay, are you guys are married? Yeah. I want you to listen to this. Because I was standing here, and I see the hand of God, and I, saw, draw, I felt this pulling. The Lord is saying to me, I'm fixing things in a relationship in a greater way than you have known before. For there'll be a closeness in your marriage that is going to come. There is a healing, a great healing that is going to come. And the Lord is saying a miracle is going to happen and a financial miracle is breaking out in this family. I'm seeing, I don't wanna, I don't wanna, I don't, I'm trying not to waste too much time because we have to link up and sign. I'm seeing what area do you live in? You came all the way from Wittbank to here. I saw why I'm asking that is I'm looking, I'm standing in the future and I'm seeing a shift. I'm not sure if it is a relocation, just hold on, or if it is living in two places. So I'm not sure if it is a relocation or living in two places. I'm not sure if it is, because I'm seeing a property somewhere else. I'm seeing a shift coming. I'm seeing the Lord touching something in the area of business, the finger of God touching an area where there'll be sustenance to cause to money to come in or things to come in. For the Lord is going to bless. I saw at least two or three properties, main properties that is going to either is already in this family or things that is going to come speedily. For the Lord is saying, I'm going to begin to use you greatly. This is going to be a year of turnaround for you. For you will know the ones that you have been praying for and the one that you have been praying for. I hear one that you have been praying for. I also see somebody in the family that I have to pray in the area of health 
or sickness that wants to come at that person. I'm not sure if it is something in, I'm just seeing a sickness that we have to pray for, but the sickness is not something light or small. And the Lord said to me, as I'm standing, I'm seeing papers that are signing. I'm seeing a red line moving. Whenever I'm seeing a red line moving, it is somebody that is about to travel or relocate or having a property of living somewhere else. And they're going to go back and forth. For the Lord is saying, I'm opening up a door for you. And I'm fixing. It's like I'm taking the two of you and I'm bringing you close, says the Lord. And there's going to be a closeness in your marriage, in your relationship. There's going to be a renewal and a refreshing. And there's going to be a refreshing with your relationship with the Lord. I'm seeing something touching. I'm looking at something like computers and something touching transport. I'm not exactly sure what this is going ahead in, uh, in the future. I'm just seeing these images in front of me. But I'm seeing God is going to do something in that area for this family. The enemy has has tried to bring chaos but it shall not and it's going to begin to calm down and even whispers that try to come to try to separate i'm not speaking of separation of the marriage i'm saying trying to separate the family or trying to attack the family basis the lord is going to bring a closeness and where the enemy has desired to separate far it is not going to happen in Jesus' name. Do you have a son? Do you have a son? Where is he? Oh, I can't see him. Yes, Prophet, oh, okay. there's a son, yeah? Oh, I didn't see the son because I only saw the daughter. And, and Prophet, he can also just confirm some of the things that you shared now with regards to illness and then the businesses. Transport. Transport. Yes. Nice mother who have sickness and transport business. Who's sick? Mom. Your mom. Okay. And you have a business with transport because I saw transport and I'm looking at something with computers you need to pray for your son the hand of God is going to be on him but the enemy is trying to is going to try to bring a diagnosis that is not true and uh, and and um because I was like, where is the sun? Where is the sun? Where is the sun? Because I, I really honestly didn't see him. I just saw, uh, I, I just saw, I think it's your daughter next to you. I think so. Yeah, I just saw her. I didn't see your son. So um, the Lord is going to use him in computers as he grows up. I saw something in that area upon his life. But be sensitive to a relocation or another property or another place. There's something that is opening up. Because the Lord is about to enlarge you. Amen. Come on, let's give Jesus a praise off. <laughs> okay, we are a bit over time, but it is okay. Listen, five things. Say with you five things. That happens when you receive a salvation. I'm going to do it in one minute for you. Solomon received a blank check. I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. God said to Solomon, ask me anything and I will do it for you. When a visitation comes upon your life, it is like heaven giving you a blank check 
and saying, write whatever you want. If this was the old covenant and we are the new covenant that is greater glory, how much more will it happen for you in the new covenant than it was in the old covenant? Say with me a blank check. So number one, a visitation will give you a blank check. And number two, a visitation will give you an unusual miracle. Solomon, believe it or not, was a dumb person. That is why he asked God for wisdom. I'm serious. He was spoiled and he was favored by his father. And he knew he didn't have the ability in him to raise a people and to lead a people. He had monies a little bit, but he was a dumb person. He had monies, he was a king's son. But he thought the only thing he needs is wisdom. And the moment God gave him wisdom, are you guys with me? That it said that, that the moment he was given wisdom, he was set apart from others. So the third thing that happens when a visitation comes to you, say with me, distinction. You are given a crown for distinction. A crown is placed upon you and you're set apart. Your family begins to think the first words that come out of the mouth, oh, you're judging, you changed. Of course something changed. Shut up. I became a new creation. The first thing your family will say, something changed about you. Your friends will say, you're no longer the same person. I am no longer the same person. I'm a new creation, a new kainos. Are you guys with me? I just tell Cape Town between 22 and between 22 and quarter two. So, so with me distinction. The fourth thing that will happen in a visitation, Solomon received much more, so with him much more than what he asked for. Meaning that we serve Al Shaddai, the God of more than enough. That when he multiplied the food, the Bible says there was so much left over that the disciples had baskets and more. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Not I shall not need. Meaning you need to understand the luxuries. I use that word. That comes with being in the will of God. Oh, you'll be surprised. Because when the crown comes, Glory and honor has to follow you. Solomon became so rich that kings and queens came to give him everything. He was made wiser than them. They came with ships in. They just came and gave him because of who he was. Why? Because of the crown. But it happened on one peculiar night. One night that he had a dream. Are you guys with me? Are you guys with me? So number five, a visitation. So with you, number five. I receive a crown. Whenever a visitation comes, a crown is given to you. When a crown is given to you, the enemy looks at you as if you are a king. People will begin to see eventually, trust me, they'll see something different about you. But as you begin to embrace the position and the identity you have in the realm of the Spirit, and you are know by revelation that you are anointed and you were visited by God. You received a visitation from God. 
the moment you are there and you say, I receive this visitation, you receive a crown that comes upon you. The moment a crown comes upon you, business will flourish into your business. Money will not be an option. You will do the impossible. You will have the God of more than enough. You will live in the land of Canaan that is more than enough. The land of milk and honey, where milk will flow and honey will flow. The land of more than enough. For we serve a God that owns the silver and the gold and the cattle on a thousand hills. Are you guys with me? Listen, when God visits you, Go with me to 2 Chronicles 1 verse 6. 2 Chronicles 1 verse 6. <laughs> tell, tell Cape Town, quarter 2, quarter 2 specifically. I have to measure the time. 2 Chronicles 1 verse 6. Go back to 1 verse 6. When God visits you, what is the whole thing that initiated this visitation? And Solomon went up there to the bronze and before the, uh, to the bronze altar before the Lord, which was at the tabernacle meeting, and offered. So he offered a thousand not a hundred, not ten. I want you to think of the uncomfortableness. A thousand burnt offerings. What makes a person give God a thousand burnt offerings? I know you cannot relate in the times that we are living in, but what makes a person to say, I'm gonna give God a thousand burnt offerings? No wonder God comes and visits him. The Bible says that night. Go next verse. Say with me, that night. Not the next night. That night, God visited him and said, ask what you want. Because God looked at this man and said, what man will give a thousand burnt offerings? How can I not give him back? Nothing ever leaves your hand without God multiplying it. I'm going to say it again. Nothing leaves your hand without God multiplying it. It cannot. He is El Shaddai. He is Jehovah Jireh. The God that is our provider. The God that is more than enough. If you have shown, maybe it was two years ago, maybe it was a year ago, maybe it is tonight, maybe it was six months ago. Listen to me. A harvest is coming. It is a matter of time. But it is how you declare that thing, how you decree that thing, how you establish that thing. Are you guys with me? I want you to stand to your feet wherever you are. I want you to get your offering ready. I want you to give your best tonight right now. The best. We might be a little bit three minutes late for 12, 12 o'clock or four minutes late for 12 o'clock. Don't stress if we go over time. We'll have a late countdown. Anyway, by the way, if we do it, you know Cape Town is behind, is, is going to be like five, it's going to be like, they're going to miss it by one minute. So um, I only realized that tonight. So, you know, um, but I want you to get your offering out. I want you to get your seed out. So with the visitation. 
I want you to give an offering towards a visitation towards this new year. I want you to give your best. Those online, if you feel late to give right now in this as we're going to pray. And I haven't released the prophecy yet. I'm going to release the prophetic words after this, directly after this offering. If you're ready to give right now, I want everybody in this place, if you're ready to give, lift up your envelope, your phone, if you're using your phone, your seed, your credit card, if you use your credit card. It's not going to the new year without giving. Let's do this thing properly. Those online, if you're ready to give in, I pray for a prophet's reward to come to your life. I pray for a prophet's reward to come upon you. Those who are online right now, those who give, we have international giving details and local details down below. Um, if you're international, you can give. You can go to our website. There's credit card facilities. If local, you can give our banking details. All this on the screens below. It'll switch between the two ones. And everyone that is giving online, let us know if you're giving right now online. I got all your comments here. Those who are here are raising the offering right now as we build this altar. That Father, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray for a divine, unquestionable visitation tonight in this place and as they go home that they know that 2024 is a year of many visitations. I pray that this offering right now will be unforgettable. The way that Solomon gave a thousand burnt offerings that made you unable to ignore what he did that made you unable to turn and look the other way, but you had to give him a blank check from heaven. I pray for this anointing over the airways tonight, this anointing in this place tonight, that you give a blank check when it comes to a visitation. But the thing that initiated it was the giving. And I pray right now, Father, those that are givers in this church, those who are going into 2024 with their hearts connected to the prophets, to the presence of the Lord in this place, to the power of the Holy Spirit, to the adet of the mantle, the vision, the mandate that you've given encounter, to those who are watching online, to those that you're touching right now online, those whose bodies are being healed or being touched, being delivered and being set free and going into the new year brand new. Those who are giving online, I pray for a prophet's reward upon their lives. And those who are here, I pray that as we prophesy directly after this, the beginning into the new year, and we prophesy the word of the Lord, that angels will be assigned and set aside for everyone in this place. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Thank you so much. You can go ahead and give with this credit card in the back, with this giving at front. Online, you can give. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.
They stand to our feet. You can still carry on giving. I know there's people still busy at the credit card facility. How many of you can feel the presence of the Lord? We're going to go into 2024 with a brand new mindset. I want you to switch over to, to the other campuses. Let me know when they are on. So with you this year is my year of visitation, unquestionable visitation. Say, I receive my crown. I don't think you understand what happens when a crown comes, say with me, glory and honor. Glory. He will give you and place dominion upon the heads of every single person that he visits. Now listen, the heavens are open. When you're in a prophetic church or under prophetic anointing, the heavens are open. It's not a matter of whether God wants to do it for you or not. It is just a matter of time or is a matter of how you position and understand it. Are you guys with me? Just let me know when they are ready. I'm not getting any feedback from, from anyone. Yeah, so let me know so that I can know whether we can go online. So my guys are not communicating with me. So do we have them ready? Are they not on the screens or anything like that? Sorry guys, I have nobody communicating with me. Communicate with me, please, thank you. So, uh, yeah, but they're not saying, okay, so Krugersdorp, I'm, so they will be delayed. So Krugersdorp is there. Uh, to wood over, can you switch it over to Alster? Is that Cape Town? So Cape Town is there. Um, Cape Town is quick. Okay, Cape Town is quick. Belito doesn't have the cameras yet, but they will have soon. And, uh, and, uh, and then we have many, we have many, we have about 3,000 people watching right now. So Cape Town, Belito, Krugersdorp, uh, we have about 3,000 plus. 3,000 people on top of it, plus everybody here watching right now. As for the Lord began to spoke to me, and I'm going to go into phrase, phases or sections so that we can be finished by midnight. I don't have much time, and I want to get into details and want to tell you what the Lord is saying. For the Lord whispered and spoke to me over the years, and I'm going to be prophesying over Cape Town, and we'll get to Durban and Belito and everything like that as the Lord, as the Lord releases and allows me to have time. But the Lord first thing He said to me about the year coming, He said, "Prepare the church, because it is a year of war that is coming. That or it'll be prominent on the horizon, or there'll be a prominence of a war." that is coming on the horizon. And the Lord is saying, my church has to be prepared. I'm sending my prophets for them to be forewarned. For even when it comes to the United States, 
I heard the phrase civil war at the at right at the at the mark right on the horizon that there's a civil war that wants to take place for the Lord is saying even as America has been distracted by many things other nations have been planning secretly and the Lord began to speak to him about the red nations that I'll get to right now for there's a scarcity and a famine that is going to hit but South Africa for a strange reason is going to be a safe place when it comes to finances when it comes to finances this nation will be in a safe place because the scarcity and the famine that's coming is going to hit many around the world for the Lord is saying do not find it strange that things things cannot happen for it has happened and it can happen again and these are seasons that the church cannot pray out of for the Lord is saying I will keep my church in Psalm 91 and I will protect them for even as I said last year that there's a Goshen I have placed them in it for they must watch and I warn my church and my people they must watch for cyber security for the Lord is saying there's attacks that has been planned and that has gone forth that many people are going to lose things when it comes to these devices in their hands they're going to lose things and it's going to be an attack and the next attack will be through that for watch and watch and watch the cyber side says the Lord for 2024 will be known as the year of AI and I'll bring a wealth transfer to my church for the Lord is saying look at the wealth for do not see it as the Antichrist and do not see it as the beast for the wealth will come from an unexpected place says the Lord but I have shifted 2024 that my church can tap into millions says the Spirit of God individuals will be able to tap into millions by understanding technology and AI for the church and my bride has been backwards says the Spirit of God and has been looking backwards and as a result they have struck they were stuck in poverty for do not be like the past where they said this is the Antichrist or that is the Antichrist or the end is here and the end is here the end is not near says the Spirit of God for the prophets see 20 30 years ahead is still in future others think the end is now but the end is not years and not near says the Spirit of God for when 2030 comes my church will realize how nothing is the same anymore when 2030 comes business is changing education is changing schools will be disappearing almost they will look and say but where is business where is this when 2030 hits for the Lord is saying I've given my church a grace period last year when I said I'm putting them in a Goshen for seven years of protection and I'll cause wealth to come to them but I'll give them wisdom on how to move forward for the Lord is saying the governments of this world has planned things that is going to come into fruition but I will hide my church and protect it for while the United States has been hiding away the red nations were planning silently and we will see these wars in the red nations taking place 
We will see the contracts in the red nations taking place. But the Lord is saying, let my church not overlook the future wealth that I have for it. For when it comes to the USA, I saw a sudden surprise and a change of events taking place right before the elections. I saw that there will be a freedom coming to the United States. I saw a discussion that was going wrong when it comes to a missile thing that is towards a nation or something in relation to a nation and something that has gone wrong. And I saw this discussion and I saw it on a newspaper coming out. And then I saw by the elections, I saw that a change of events will take place when it comes to the United States. For the Lord is saying there will be a national uh, emergency that will begin to alarm in the States for there'll be many psyops and deceptions and distractions while the church will be missing it and many in the church even in the United States will be taken in a place or fallen into scandals for the Lord is saying many churches at least three or four next year I will be exposing that has taken on the liberal agenda and many will see the homosexual leaders that I'll begin to bring out. Many will see the transgender leaders that I'll begin to expose. And it is a cleansing that is coming that the old wineskin can be removed. That the new wine can begin to be poured out. For the Lord is saying with the United States, even though one and two were exposed, there's about three or four more that is coming. Big names for this, a young one that is preaching. And they will still call him the king of preachers. And it's a young person that is preaching and is very famous. And the Lord is saying there's things that is going to come out and unless he repents. For he's speaking about transgenderism and he's speaking about all these things. Unless he repents. There will be a scandal and there will be an embarrassment that will come. And the Lord is saying, so sin will begin to be exposed and a reformation is coming to the United States, not a revival. A reformation where there is a movement of repentance and holiness coming into the church. I saw many speaking about it. I saw this wave of holiness and repentance hitting the church and they will say it'll be, it was like the Brownsville revival, like it used to be. Where they, I saw not many signs and wonders, but I saw a move of God touching the hearts of people. For the Lord is saying when it comes to South Africa, it's 30 years after apartheid and now new things are going to begin to happen. For I don't see great change in, I don't see great change in the elections. But do not think I'm not doing anything, says the Spirit of God. Because even though you're not going to see great change when the election comes, I have started a change and the wheel has begun to turn, says the Lord. For there's going to be a strange... A, a, a strange thing looming when it comes around the elections of South Africa. It's almost like I saw a delay or I saw, uh, I saw them not wanting to put a lot of energy into this thing for presidents to be changing. And I saw them not wanting to, and they caused a distraction. There was a strange something. I'm not sure if it is a delay or a distraction that caused the delay. But they're not going to want to change. And there's not going to be great change. And my people are going to begin to become discontent, says the Lord. For I saw a shaking coming and I saw a riot. And I saw many in the streets beginning to get upset. I saw many in the streets beginning to get discontent. And the Lord is saying, even though the major ruling party will be in power for a while still, do not pray 
for the other one that you want to come in, says the Lord. Because the one that you think will fix it will not fix it. I'm raising other ones up in the shadows, says the Spirit of God. For many other independent parties are rising up in the nation and will become a threat to the main ruling party. And the Lord is saying that many people will become in a discontent and will become upset with the ruling party. For the Lord is saying that as they begin to be upset, you'll see many fires. You'll see many things breaking out on the streets. You'll see many things begin to go wrong and they'll begin to get upset and there'll be a frustration and there'll be a sudden shift, not in this term, in the next ones, there'll be a sudden shift from one party over to the other. But pray against two flags becoming one flag. Pray against a coalition taking place, says the Spirit of God. And the one party that you want to be take over, the one that looks good, the one that looks blue, the Lord is saying there's a liberal agenda that I will still expose in that time and the church doesn't see it at this moment. And they think that is the salvation. For the Spirit of the Lord is saying, pray against a coalition. You will see a corruption appear this year. Like it was previously where there were these big things set up, exposures, and it was in the newspapers. There is another exposure coming, I saw, that is going to make people discontent. I saw something with electricity and power connected to the elections, delaying it. And the Lord is saying, when it comes to my church in South Africa, I'm pouring out a new wineskin church for the South Africa. The Lord is saying, my heart is pleased and is with South Africa. The Lord is saying, I'm beginning to remove leaders and I'll take another one, the last one in this nation. And when the last one is taken and is graduated, you will see an outpouring of a spirit of churches being planted, says the Spirit of God. For the Lord is saying, I saw young ministers uniting. I saw a new fold coming into the body of Christ. The Lord is saying, I saw my heart close to the church and a revival and a reformation is coming. For I'll bring a change in a doctrine and to remove the deception in the church for I am removing the false says the Spirit of the Lord even in this nation I am removing pretenders I'm removing liars charlatans from the pulpits that are fake and that are not real and the Lord is saying you will see how some will be exposed but I'll bring a cleansing in the church and it'll be the sign and time that a new wave is coming for the Lord is saying I saw as I as I was watching this I saw a new angel being assigned to South Africa and I saw his feet touch five churches and as his feet, his feet touched five different churches I saw these five different churches being given the taking of South Africa they were given South Africa for the taking it was like South Africa was on the platter for them and the Lord said to me my spirit of prayer will fall into the church again and my spirit of, of intimacy will fall upon the church I saw the city of Port Elizabeth and I saw revival coming to them I saw in five years from now in Port Elizabeth an awakening taking place I saw it moving and touching as London and then the Lord is saying when the five-year period comes a great revival will come to the city of Cape Town says the Spirit of God because I saw even with the church in Cape Town for the Lord is saying maybe you have seen ten years but I'm saying seven or eight years and even I will speed things up for you and you'll begin to own assets and assets will be given to
to you, says the Spirit of the Lord. For the Lord is saying, with Durban, I'm bringing a joy and I'm bringing a cleansing in that city, says the Spirit of God. And I'm bringing where there was witchcraft, deliverance is coming to that city and that region speedily, says the Spirit of the living God in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, give a praise offering. Six, five, 